I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Next is now. Well, what is now is it's Flag Day. Happy Flag Day to you. 1777 was an important date in our country's history as we adopted the Stars and Stripes. Of course, that was the uh, something that has been in so many different places and spaces through our history, uh, including space, by the way. Uh, important uh, planting on the moon of the flag and so many other critical moments where the flag has uh, taken center stage or has been a critical symbol of who we are and what we're all about as a country. And really pleased to have joining us on the program today, Kyle Fox, who's uh, one of the co-founders of Follow the Flag. And of course, his wife, Carrie, also extraordinary. And they put together uh, an event that has uh, extended into so many different places. Uh, Started, of course, with uh, the flag, uh, ginormous flag uh, in Utah's Grove Creek down in uh, Pleasant Grove. And uh, Kyle, whenever I think of the flag, I think about you and Carrie and uh, what you've done over the last number of years uh, in terms of uh, flying this flag in that incredible canyon. Uh, Just give us a little bit of what that means uh, to you and why you continue to to do that every year. Yeah, well, uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, First of all, I I love your show and I uh, love what I'm hearing today, so I actually want to see if I can dive into the, the Utah flag, uh, my perspective on that a little bit, if you'd let me. Um, but I, uh, yeah, this this is something that kind of uh, picked me, uh, picked us, picked uh, the group that puts this on, uh, the team of Fall the Flag. We didn't know this was coming. Um, the the first year, more of just for fun and, and uh, thought it was a one and done, but it has truly turned into... Um, a little bit what have what you said earlier on your show, or it's um, everything behind the flag, and, and so to me, it's the people that surround that, the the experiences that I've had up there in Grove Creek and many other places, the conversations, um, those memories that I've made, just being in the presence of that big flag and um, meeting all these people and hearing their stories. That's what it's meant to me. So it is really created an extension of of, of family and friends and, um, you know, all walks of life coming together. It's just been pretty special. So we're pretty, we're pretty emotional about it, pretty attached to it, pretty protective of it. And, uh, definitely completely flipped me upside down from where (laughs) I was before any of this started. I wasn't as big as a patriot as I am today. Uh, well, that is the that is one thing the flag does, uh, and as you uh, really have as your motto with "Follow the Flag" to honor, to heal, to inspire, 
uh, and we've seen that there there is nothing. If you haven't seen this before, uh, you know you're across this 600 foot canyon wall, uh, and it is just breathtaking. And uh, Kyle, I want you to share. You've shared with me some of the amazing experiences that you've had just standing under that flag in that canyon uh, with some of our veterans, uh, some of uh, those who have given such great sacrifice to defend freedom uh, here and abroad. Uh, just give us some sense of, of some of those stories that you mentioned and uh, what those have meant to you. Yeah, so I, you know, I've, I've been able to share my experiences um about this flag and a number of times now. And then the more I hear the words coming out of my mouth, the the better I've been able to put them together. And um, I definitely pulled from stories that I've heard. Um, and so to me, this flag now, I've, I've begun to um, have all sorts of experiences that are part of the American flag. Like I see the flag and I think of these moments and some of these moments are just the quiet um moments um like the the one that i'll cherish forever now is uh, my friend gail halverson he and i sat beneath that flag um this last july 4th on a bench up the canyon right beneath it and uh there were some words exchanges exchanged but mostly it was just all of us sitting together and watching that flag fly in the breeze um but we have experienced um stories where we we do get um veterans who tell us stories that they haven't told anyone Mm. and um that flag will uh bring out emotions in you um that you may never expect to come um it's definitely a goosebump uh bringer so if you if you haven't experienced it in person you've maybe seen it on social media or the news or from afar um until you get in distance of her breath i will call it um, it is a palpable, powerful, life-changing experience to see it there. And and then outside of the veteran, it's the children. Mm. Um, it's, you know, the middle-aged like myself. Um, I'll tell you real quick, one of my favorites is a friend who sent me a video of his son after they'd visited the flag. And his son was, he's like five years old and has this teeny handheld flag that he ended up taping to the fan in his room. And it was just flying off of the fan uh, in that, that breeze and told his dad, I'm, I'm flying the flag like they are in the Canyon. So these are the stories. These are the threads, as I call it, each story that I have, I sew another thread into the flag um, in my heart. And I'm starting to, to add more and more because it's, it's what fuels me and, and heals my soul. Oh, fantastic. And give us just a real quick, uh, this year as we start marching towards uh, July the 4th, uh, when will the flag uh, go up? When can people uh, see it there in the canyon? Yeah, so July 4th morning is our dawn's early light, 7.30 a.m. Uh, cannons fire, flag unfurls before your eyes. Um, beautiful program set for July 4th, and then it'll be in flight through the 11th. So there'll be plenty of time night and day it's lit through the night, which is a very, very good time to come visit. It's cooler, obviously. Um, we've got a schedule that's just up on our social media now, and um, you can visit there to see everything that's going on. But we're going to be all over the place from Stadium of Fire and um, Farmington Parades and Strawberry Days kicks off this weekend. We're at the rodeo, so we're 
we're all over the place, all over the state. <laughs> awesome. Uh, and that is, uh, it, it is an important work for all of us. As, as we always say, that which we ignore or forget, our children may never know. And what our children do not know, our grandchildren will never possess. And uh, Kyle Fox and Carrie and all of the team there at Follow the Flag, uh, we appreciate you helping us remember uh, these things that are so vital to who we are, not just as a country, uh, but in our communities as well. Kyle, thanks for joining us today. Awesome. Thanks, Boyd. Appreciate it. All right. And that's Kyle Fox, uh, one of the founders of Follow the Flag. And uh, you can check their social media out. Uh, and again, if you want to look for the ultimate morning on uh, the 4th of July, uh, 7.30 there in Grove Creek, uh, it will take your breath away. It is powerful. It is meaningful. It is memorable. Uh, and worth getting up a little extra early on the 4th of July for. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, uh, we will be focused on hygiene and sanitation that could make the difference between life and death when disaster strikes. Wade Matthews from Be Ready Utah joins us next to help us prepare. Stay with us. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do when a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything it was violent it was senseless and i will never understand it i will never accept it i'm amy donaldson and unfortunately we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives but what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt in a new podcast the letter we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. 